What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your? Welcome back to another episode of the It's Not Your Diary podcast, where we combine faith, tough topics, and journaling to reach generational healing. I'm Ty, and I'm here with my co-host Carla. Hey, y'all. Hey, girl. How you doing? How's your week? I'm good. It's going, you know, it's uh, the new year. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. I know. I know. 2021 got some amazing things in store for us. I'm claiming it already. I know. Yes. (laughs) So our topic for this week is cancel culture. And so the definition of cancel culture, I'm going to go ahead and get right into it, is a modern form of exclusion from society where someone is forced out of social or professional circles. So what are your thoughts on cancel culture? Um, so I'm not going to front. I have been part of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I am saying that. I'm, I'm ashamed. <laughs> But um, cancel culture is really toxic, I feel like, mm-hmm. because from what I've seen so far, it just basically goes back to people's past and pulls out just anything. Mm-hmm. And then we're accusing them of all this stuff, not even knowing if this person has grown or not. Like, right. it's just toxic. And I feel like we need to stop cancel culture. Yes, yes. It's like just because cancel culture is popular right now and everybody's just trying to jump on the way but just because it's popular doesn't mean that it's good and just like whenever something is popular I feel like society tends to just like jump on it and be like oh I'm gonna do this thing because everybody's doing it but that doesn't mean that it's good or positive or helping anybody in fact it's actually just hurting a lot of people Mm -hmm. and I know um, one thing that we talked about was like how oh well you said it how people go back and dig up people's tweets and stuff and it's more so like you telling people that they can't change like I have to be this person I have to own this for the rest of my life but like no and that's where like grace comes in and that's another um part of it that we wanted to touch on but I really think cancel culture teaches us that we just can't make mistakes like there's exactly. no room to make any type of mistake. Like how we talked about last episode, just owning your brokenness. Well, cancel culture tells us that you can't be broken. You can't show your brokenness. Like you have to have it all together. And it kind of tells us that there's no need for us to change. Like you got to be this person for the rest of your life because you. I'm not going to allow you to change. So it's like right. sometimes that discourages people from changing. Like, wanting to be better because they feel like no I've been this person I gotta own it for forever but what are your thoughts on just like people not being able to make mistakes um well as somebody who makes a lot of mistakes (laughs) I feel like people should have room for error what the heck like Mm -hmm. Who are you to say that I can't make a mistake and I can't grow from it and I can't learn from it? Like, that makes no sense at all to me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if there was a camera following each and every one of us, do you know, like, how do I say this? Like, we would all be embarrassed. I yeah. feel like we would be embarrassed because we go through so many mistakes in one day. 
mm-hmm. you know? And then like that, when we see with, with cancel culture, sometimes that one mistake that you made is going to affect your life for the rest of your life. Yes. Like, and it's somewhat sad, like, wow, like this one thing that I said five, six years ago that I don't even believe in anymore, mm. you know, it, it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that's just sad. And honestly, like that's where grace comes in. And, like that's our main focus, like for this episode and just how once we're able to have that grace, I mean, before we get too far off into it, what is grace? I found grace is God's free and unmerited favor towards sinful humanity. So for somebody like me who needed to be broken down a little more, it's God's favor that we are not deserving of, but he gives it to us anyways, because he loves Mm, us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I honestly feel like we live in a culture now where they don't we don't necessarily know what grace is because I swear last year was the first year where I really understood like what grace was and I was saying it all the time because I had to remind myself like this is what you have to like you have to have grace like there's no like going around it you can't like be a part of this world that tells you you have to like condemn people or like cut people off completely like no you like I have to practice and even in some relationships I've been like trying to practice like okay you know God is telling me I might need to have a conversation with somebody about something but also like I can still have grace and like restore the friendship or relationship or whatever like you can talk have a discussion like an adult have grace and move on like you don't have to like hold everything in and be like no I'm done with this relationship right and like like that whole just like completely cutting people off type of thing it's hard because it's like you sometimes we forget that like people are gonna make mistakes and they might not know you know like yeah um with last year and just like the whole climate the social climate with like the black lives matter and everything like that was really you really had to show grace during that time because Mm -hmm. people were talking crazy and i know i remember we had a conversation and um I told you that I was praying because I wanted God to help me have grace with others because I feel like, you know, with everything that I've been through and how I've been growing, I would never want somebody to judge me mm. for my past. Mm. And I don't want to judge somebody for their past or how they were brought up and why they have certain views. So mm. I'm trying to be more of an understanding person before mm. I just go out and, you know, just give it to people. I'm trying yeah. not to. I'm trying to be like, okay, Jesus, like help me understand where this person is coming from and let me show them grace mm-hmm. just as you show me grace every morning. Right. Yeah. I love that. That's true. Because it's like we want to be able to show the same grace that we need. But it just, I don't know, sometimes it's like we get just a little caught up. Because I know I be sometimes getting caught up in my feelings like, but that ain't right. And then I'll be like, oh, I don't want to deal with it no more. But it's like, no, what if God said that to me? What if he told me he didn't want to deal with me anymore? Yeah, that's that's how you have to like view your situation sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it sucks. I know it sucks because I've been in a position where somebody has told me to go back to my country and I was born here. So 
Now what? But I'm not going to like curse them out and do all this extra stuff because what is that? What is that showing them? Mm -hmm. You know, like I feel showing grace is going to be way more powerful. Mm -hmm. And some people might say that that's weak, but that's what Jesus has called us to do. And Mm -hmm. I don't really care what people say. Right. And it's like the definition in the world is just so different. Like just how we look at everything. And we watched that one um, little like interview with Jordan wood yeah yeah and she was talking about that like the whole cancel culture situation so yeah it's just it's like how how do we allow people to move past like the mistakes that they make and how do we move past the mistakes that we make like do you feel like when or do you feel like you've ever like judged yourself harshly based off of anything that you've done because Um, of how you look at the world I feel like prior to really diving into my relationship with with God I felt like I could not be in a relationship with God because I was thotting and botting, just to put it, you know, plain and simple. I felt like I wasn't worthy. And, you know, why would God want to have a relationship with me? Mm -hmm, But I have to show myself grace Mm -hmm. because God showed me grace first. And once I receive that grace, then I am allowing myself to focus more on the relationship and not so much on my past and what I've done wrong. Yeah, same. Same. That that was something that I feel like I had to deal with too. And I don't know what maybe like a lot of other people deal with it. Like first accepting the grace that mm-hmm. God gives you and then going to give the grace to everybody else in your life and in the world. Um, because I know before I accepted it, I was cussing people out when I was driving. <laughs> like that was I would say that was like the worst. Like I was just the worst. And I would just like be going off on people. If somebody cut me off, I'll be like, ah! like just crazy going at them but yeah I try not to even do that no more because I'm like I'm not in a rush anymore I used to be in a rush bad roller rage yeah like where where are we all going to you know it's that serious come on guys Mm -hmm. yeah But yeah, so I know for me, when I feel like once I started really practicing giving grace, it was really in my marriage. And then I also feel like it was like testing the trust that I had in God Mm -hmm. and just our relationships, like regardless of the action or anything that man did or woman or people, human in general, like that we can trust God to provide for us and to protect us, like no matter what the situation situation is right and um like that doesn't mean that I have to go and like condemn somebody or I have to go tell them like oh no you can't do this because for what reason but like no God wants me to show grace and for example in like every relationship that I had I always felt like I was pointing a finger at people Mm -hmm. always be like well they did this and they did this and you know at one point I just looked like okay it's three fingers pointing back at me like I need to just stop and really focus on me and just focus on like all the things that I had been going through and then once I really started to go to therapy and like was journaling that's when I had to like to reflect and like start to really dig deep like I had my own skeletons and my Right, right. 
And then it's like, when it comes to cancel culture, it's like, we all have those skeletons, like we said. So how can we be pointing a finger at anybody? So it's like, why are we so judgmental? I basically needed to face what I was going through regardless and really work on my own stuff. And I couldn't really judge anybody else. And once I realized that, I was like, okay, I'm broken. I need to focus on my broken areas. This is not about anybody else. And then I came to like appreciate just like the process that I was going through of like building up myself and accepting the grace and then going out to give it. And then this year, like when we was on our little marriage calls, I was telling, they were like, you know, what's your win for the week? Every, every time we always do our win and I was saying um, my win was that I'm just like allowing my husband to fully be who he is and all his brokenness mm-hmm. and everything that he is is negative that I'm like pointing a finger at him for I'm just allowing him to be that and I'm not judging him I'm not pushing him to do anything else I'm just praying for him so in return like that's pushing my faith and it's like I'm now trusting God to like be in the middle of something that I was trying to control and really that's all it was like I was trying to control something when like God just needed me to trust him like no you were trying to carry God's weight right I was trying to do his job and I was like no I'm not trying to be you I'm just I'm just confused but yeah once I realized that I was like okay enough enough but yeah my marriage pretty much started getting like a lot better in August of last year Mm-hmm. And it's like, like I said, I started to just give him the grace and just letting him do him and just like praying more. And then like, now that I look back, I feel like I should have just stopped a long time ago because once I started praying, I'm literally looking at my marriage now and it's like my marriage is now what I felt like it should have been. Mm-hmm. I was so focused on all the things that he needs to change. He needs to do. He needs to do this when really I like I just needed to change. I just needed to allow God to be God and I need to do what I need to do which was pray and yeah when we brought in a new year I was just saying like you know it's crazy like how our marriage like how we ended last year it was like either we getting married or we breaking up this is the end this whatever mm-hmm. is going on here is like the end and like how we started the new year it was just like peace we in a completely different space his attitude is different my attitude is different just like towards the future so it just shows people can make mistakes we both made so many mistakes but then also like one person at least one person gotta be the stepping stone to like get things on the right path and that's just like doing what God needs us to do so yeah that's my little story of grace in my life but can you tell the listeners about a story from the Bible where you saw grace? Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Pastor Michael Todd, because if yes. it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have found this Bible story. <laughs> and it's part of his Grace Like a Flood series. And it's so good. Um, this particular story came from the service. The sermon's titled Grace for Them. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're um, in John 8, and mm-hmm. it's verses 1 through 11. So I'm going to give y'all a little summary, okay? okay? So Jesus out here, he's teaching, you know, Sunday service or whatever. And then um, these Pharisees and teachers of religion pop up. Mm. And they're like, hey, yo, Jesus, what's up? We got this adulterous woman here. What should we do with her? Jesus. (laughs) And Jesus is like, 
okay, um, come again. And they're like, yeah, you know, we caught this woman in the act of adultery. Pause. Mm. How did they catch her in the act of adultery? Was what I want to know. Like, were you guys there? Like, wh- like, how does this happen? Mm. Okay. So that's a little fishy. <laughs> so then, um, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we caught her doing this and this and that. And they're like, the law of Moses says that we have to stone her. Um, you know, so stoning somebody, you, you're going to kill them. Okay. Because throwing rocks at somebody is not, is not nice. <laughs> so Jesus stands up and he's like, okay, all right. Y'all said the law said that, we, you know, we got to stone her. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let y'all stone her. I'm going to let y'all do that. But let those who have never sinned throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. Crickets. Jesus, he stoops down and he starts writing in the dust. Now, we don't know what Jesus was writing. I'm assuming he wrote period. (laughs) I'm assuming, I don't know, maybe he started writing dates. Uh, Pastor Michael Todd was saying that he's like, what if he started writing dates? What if he started writing names? Mm -hmm. You know, and one by one, these people started, they started leaving because nobody could cast the first stone until it was just Jesus and this woman. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus stands up again and he goes like, he's like, where are your accused? did even one of them condemn you and she goes no my lord and i'm like "Mm, mm, mm, mm." and jesus tells her neither do i go and sin no more and i'm like wow wow they were really trying to come for this young lady because of her sin Mm -hmm. but they ended up looking like goofies because nobody could condemn her exactly you know and i think sometimes people forget you know it's it's by god's grace that we wake up every morning like you are not perfect whatsoever it's romans 323 for all have sinned, all far short of God's glorious standard. Yet now God in his gracious kindness declares us not guilty. He has done this through Christ Jesus who has freed us by taking away our sin. Mm. You know, like Jesus never argued and said like, oh, you know, what she's doing is okay. You know, go out there, you know, sin away because there's grace. No, he tells her, yeah, you sin, but you know what? Get up, go sin no more. So I just find it really hypocritical. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. people to like, especially like, and we're going to talk about this in our next episode. But for those of us who are Christians, and then it just really grinds my gears when I hop on TikTok and I have somebody screaming at me that I'm a lukewarm Christian because I'm doing this and this and that. And I'm just like, whoa. First of all, my relationship with God is between me and him. It's not between me and a church. It's not between me and another follower of Christ. Like it's between me and him. And I feel like if God's going to convict me of something, I'm going to feel it. I'm going to know that I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah. And one of the perfect examples that I have of that is I have a friend mm-hmm. who, um, you know, she told me God has called me not to drink. And I'm like, baby, that's great. But, you know, I, I ain't really hearing that. I love <laughs> I love my wine. I love, you know, a little mimosa, a little margarita. Mm-hmm. I have no shame in my game, you know? Yeah. But I told her, I was like, when you're around me, I'm going to respect you. And I'm not going to put you in a situation where you can be tempted. Mm-hmm. You know? And I feel like a lot of people think that, and I remember Michael Todd saying something about this. He was like, different people have different diets. Yeah. So for me, you know, I struggle with the pornography and the lust, like, I have to tone down my um, my consumption of wor- of worldly music. That may not affect you. That may not right. affect another person. But to me, that is something that I have to work on. But I'm not going to go around telling people, oh, you can't listen to this type of music because right. you're going to hell or you're going to start sinning. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just feel like I'm not in the place to judge because God is the only one that can judge you. 
And a lot of people always say that only God can judge me. But don't forget, he will judge you. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I like that so, you said that. Yeah, I went on a, on a <laughs> tangent there. <laughs> I'm very passionate about this. Yeah. And even like you just touching on like only God can judge you. Like, yeah, we make we make decisions that God might condemn us on. And then like if we do it again, like he might. And even if he does punish you, like it might not be you. It might be like down the generations. Like that's why like we are now like healing, like being generational healers. Because there are things in our bloodline that we might not have even done that we paying for. Exactly. That's why we got to choose to like be on a journey to like our best selves. Like even if we're not perfect. So Right. I mean, we're never, we're never going to be perfect, Mm -hmm. but it's always like progressing to become, Mm -hmm. as you draw near to God, I feel like you're going to want to be a better Christian to give God the glory. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He, I feel like he just starts to change us. Like, cause even when I was smoking, it was like, I never felt convicted, Mm -hmm. but like, it was kind of just like, um, I can't remember what happened like the day before, but he, I just heard him real clearly. I need you to stop. And then the next day, like I had just stopped. And then it was like, he, but he put that in me because I don't think I would have just stopped like on my own. Right. Exactly. like God was still using me in my brokenness he was and still is you know like I still have things that I'm working on now and it's just like how can I become a better person if the people in my life aren't you know allowing me to be who I am and then you know God if God was convicting me all the time it's just like I gotta be the one to be like okay this is who I'm following and he's gonna give me grace exactly where I am to be who I am and he's gonna work with me like I don't have to hold myself to like some unrealistic standard exactly and I just feel like okay if you're a Christian you're a follower of Christ you know and you see somebody struggling with something Mm -hmm. like instead of condemning them get down with them start praying for them you know Mm -hmm. like there is so much power in prayer and I feel like people always forget about that Mm -hmm. but man like what difference it would make such a difference if you really got down like Jesus got down and stooped down to that woman's level and be like hey I see you you know I see where you're at but I'm here I'm next to you and I'm gonna help I'm gonna help you fight this thing you know mm-hmm. instead of somebody going oh well you know you're doing this and this and that you're right. going to hell like you can never be on my level I'm mm-hmm. like on this super Christian level like mm-hmm. bro relax yeah yeah so true and yeah, just like the balance of just like being able like being a Christian following what God is telling us to do like that's already enough we we don't got no space to like tell anybody else what they need to do unless God told me something specifically Mm -hmm. like I can't tell you what you should be doing and shouldn't be doing because I don't know like you know what you know it's like I know what I need to work on like God reveals things to me but I don't know what everybody should be working on so how am I gonna be the one to like point a finger and like especially on social media like that person could be in the path of like where they need to be like they literally could be exactly where they need to be so that they could help somebody else who's going to be where they are right now in the future you know like that's all a part of their testimony so who are we to tell somebody that their journey is wrong you know God is going to use that and we can't be like pointing fingers because who knows how many other souls are are tied to that person who they'll 
help with their story, like your story. Like you have helped so many people just sharing your story on this platform. So it's like, who are we? Nobody. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And honestly, I feel like once, you know, we start to grow closer to God, it's just way, way easier to be more like him. Like once our heart is like Jesus, like once we have a heart of Jesus from Jesus, just like him, like once we start to look like him, like on the inside, we start to become like him on the outside. And it's like, we don't have to try hard at all. Right. And like the Bible says we were created in the image of God. And in my little show notes here, I said, we show grace because God showed us grace first. Mm -hmm. He sacrificed his one and only son for us, even though we didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. You know, because of Jesus dying on the cross, we have that filter of Jesus's blood that, you know, God allows us not to see us for our sins, Mm -hmm. but as, you know, like, how do I say like Jesus's blood or like his children, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we have to become more like our father. Right. Yeah. And it's like on our journey to becoming more like him, we are just praying for that person. Like, and like that's one reason why I started to pray. Like, I want to be more like who God needs me to be mm-hmm. for the people attached to me because I don't want to just be out here trying to be like a perfect person. I almost got caught up like um, last week because I was just thinking too much about certain things people were saying and I really want to say like really protect like the stuff that we listen to and like watching stuff but we'll talk more about that on next episode too but just like the feeling of like oh am I doing everything that I need to do well are you praying for who God needs you to be or are you just listening to what the world is saying so that's another reason why like being on social media right now it's just not for me because I really and like you said like certain things might not be for us in certain seasons like I feel like that social media right now is not working with where I am because it's just too much and I'm too sensitive excuse me too sensitive and it's like no I'm right where God needs me to be because that's a prayer that I pray every day and I again have to have the grace with myself and trust in God that I'm exactly where I need to be and that he's going to keep guiding me right Yeah, so having grace, it's just so important. Grace for yourself, grace for others, but also just like trusting that, okay, I have grace. I need to have grace for a reason. Yeah, and I feel, I not I feel, I know, showing grace to others is it just gives people a chance to interact with the Jesus that lives within us. You know, a lot of people are not going to be going to church. A lot of people are not going to be listening to sermons. So you are their only chance of ever having like a real interaction with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you may not think that showing grace is a big deal, but especially showing grace to someone who does not deserve it, man, that, that can change somebody's heart for real, for real. Yeah. And like it just, especially like for people who aren't going to church, it's like, oh, like this person is different, you know, then they get curious. And then it's like, oh, you know, they want to learn more about you. They want to be around you more. They want to know who you know. And it's like, yeah, they want to, they want to get that saucy sauce that you're dripping, girl. And it's crazy because Michael Todd was talking about how grace gives way to truth. 
So you mm-hmm. show grace first and then you're able to bring in the truth, you know? Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's so, that's so true, man. Yeah. Cause and then cause people see you and they like, okay, I want what they have. Like, what is it? Like, how do how are they at peace? How are they happy? How do they have joy? And it's like, I want that. You know, I see like, and then they start to see even people like in our lives, like they start to see us change and it's like, then they want that. And they're like, okay, I I like, I I want this. Like, this is what I need in my life. Like I've always been searching to be like this, you know? And yeah, we can show that to people. That's like everything. Cancel, cancel culture. Yeah. Hashtag. Uh, yeah oh you know this one just popped into my head mm-hmm. and it was it was a recent one and people were really trying to cancel this pastor so i guess the pastor from hillsong over in new york mm-hmm. I, didn't hear Car- I believe his name is carl Lentz. i have not i never even knew who this guy was and it wasn't until social media popped it up i think i seen it on the shade room mm-hmm. or something i don't know but basically this man cheated on his wife you know he's the pastor for hillsong they had he had to step down and a lot of people were coming from him for him and mm. I was like, wow, that's that's so sad. You know, as a church, we should get together and pray for this man and his family. You know, yeah. nobody's perfect. Okay, something may have gone to his head where he thought, you know, like he's a celebrity pastor, mm. blah, blah, blah. But still, like, we need to show people grace. We don't, right. know, who, we don't know who needs it. Mm. It could be our pastor. It could be our neighbor. It could be our parents. Right. Everybody needs grace. No one is excluded because, like I, I keep saying, God showed us grace first. Nobody was excluded when Jesus died. Right. Exactly. So good. So I hope if nobody learned anything else this episode, it's to show grace. Show show grace. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to recap the points from this episode. I got three points for y'all. So get your pen and your paper, write them down, get your journal. If you got your journal, your um in the cycle journal, get your journal out. Um, so point number one, God always shows us grace. Point number two, grace allows others to see Jesus. And point number three, grace is given and not earned. So those are the three points. And before we get out of here, Carla, we got our happy thoughts segment. What's making you happy right now? Food. Food is making me happy. I have been just eating and I've been eating really good food. So yeah, Mm. food's making me happy. That's a good one. That's a good one. What's making me happy? I think just this new beginning, this new path that I'm on, especially like now that it's officially the new year, I'm just like, like I'm just, I'm so happy for the new year. I don't know why. I just feel like 2021 is just that so many more things in store because like every year I'm just trying to like grow. Mm -hmm. So it's like this year, I don't know how I'm going to grow, but I'm excited for it. So yeah, that's making me happy and you said food though i did have some cake and it was (laughs) really quick just going back to like how you're happy for the new year um i just really want to encourage everybody if god's giving you a vision for this year please write it down put it somewhere where you can see it 
it's so important Mm -hmm. to write what God tells us because that's a promise and we need to go back to those promises when it gets hard. So please write down your visions for 2021 and put them up in your room, put them up in your bathroom, put them up wherever. I know I took, um, yesterday was the, what's yesterday was the first and I took all day just to write down my plans for 2021, my financial, my spiritual, my Mm. fitness goals. And I just put them up in my room and I, yeah like I'm reading yeah that's so good so our journal assignment for this episode is actually gonna just like allow you to reflect on this entire episode so I want y'all to write down where do you well write it down this way where do I need to receive and give grace in my life so that's your journal assignment I think that'll be good I think I'm gonna do that one too because I don't think I've written anything down about grace recently so I already know my answer work <laughs> yeah that's that one will test you Oof, it is testing me <laughs> mm. and so yeah that wraps up this episode i do want to ask though i have a ask for the listeners so I need y'all to go ahead and share us on social media. Don't be scared. Yes, yes. Don't be scared. <laughs> share with one family member and share with one friend. It don't matter. You can share any episode, but if you feel like this episode is for someone that you know, definitely share it. Send um, it to the group chat. Yes, yes. <laughs> group chat. Always, always. And you can also screenshot this episode and tag us. Tag us on Instagram. Nowhere else because I'm not really on no other social media right now. But well, if you tag us on Facebook, I might see. I'll, I'll see it. I don't have an Instagram, <laughs> y'all. I don't have a personal one because it, Instagram is just not for me. But if you tag us on Facebook, I will see it and I will interact with you. Yes, yes. Um, update. This is actually an update for Instagram, though. On Thursdays, I'm gonna be going live starting back. Um, yeah, so I'll be going live. This will probably come out after the date, which is not good, but yeah. Um, the you journal prompts that came out in December, I'll be going live doing one the weekly. So for this first one, it'll be it'll be every Thursday. I'll send out an email. Make sure you're subscribed so you can get the email so you know when the lives are, and that wraps up this episode cancel cancel culture show grace yeah let's show grace have a great week and we will talk to y'all next week bye be blessed bye